We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler, and I'm here with Chuck Freeman. Chuck and Winkler is back. Chuck, are you still there? Yes, I am. Good to meet you. How you doing? First time on the show. Good to have you. Uh, thanks for reaching out to me. Working on Lockdown Brewers. Uh, you know, I, not good. I've always to wanted to connect with you. I've admired your work from afar. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I used to do a show on a Milwaukee sports radio station. Um, two of them, in fact. And then they realized, well, we're not any good. To get me and the partner I was with. So here I am doing podcasts. <laughs> this is really a bummer so in like you know when you're on a remote and it like doesn't work yep and then you come back on and it's working but then you're like skating on thin ice you know like like you don't know when it's not going to work again yeah yeah so we started recording and chuck and i talked off air for 15 minutes one thing that chuck had said was I love StreamYard. It's so idiot proof. <laughs> Even I can do it. And then and then I hit record and then it's ah, we couldn't hear each other. You mean all that well, stuff I, I just said it's not gonna go about about not being on the Milwaukee Sports Radio? That that was for real? That was well, that we heard live? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that weird. But not, so now out. I'm like now I'm like worried the whole you know that we're we're gonna fall off. Yeah, now we're not, I think now we're not gonna get our best. I think our best is lost now. Yeah. I'm worried about that. Anyway, how are you, you son of a bitch? Apparently a lot of people don't think we have our best anymore. (laughs) No, specifically people with titles like director of programming and (laughs) vice president of place. But not the listeners, though. The listeners, the, the fans, the most important people in the world, they think we're right on. We're and and you know who really thinks you know who really thinks that we're electric? And undefeated and unbeatable is you and I ourselves. <laughs> although, although sometimes I doubt it because that phone don't ring. <laughs> but you know, you and I are doing just fine without it. That's great. You know, we we're just talking about that's what we now. that's what we tell ourselves every day. <laughs> we that's what we tell ourselves. You're on TV. I'm on TV. We're doing podcasts, and yeah, life's good. We're not. I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning. Don't have to answer to a heck of a lot. I'm on a KFIZ and Fodilag. I love being out with them. You're doing your thing. But, yeah. 
Hey, your dad said it on a on a show I did last week. I interviewed your dad. It was the most well, not controversial interview with a Winkler I've ever done. <laughs> um, <laughs> your dad said, and I'm, I'm on this radio. Sh- I do a radio show in Fond du Lac. I do a half hour local show, and I had your dad because he's a local legend, Hall of Fame soccer coach. And he said uh, his language would be a little cleaner than yours. <laughs> oh yeah. Well. That old greasy fuck knows exactly. <laughs> the, the first two minutes I talked to him, I was like, I hear, I hear Bart's tenor in his voice. I can just tell there's a similarity. A little tenor. without without the rage or the <laughs> forty years of trying to prove to your first boss that you can make it in this business. <laughs> How are you? Well, we just did this about a month ago. People, I yeah, guess, so now, it. now let's now let's do it and like kind of do like a little mini show. Like let's let's talk about some stuff. Oh, only only I'm not getting paid for it. You are. <laughs> I will make about seven fifty, like seven dollars and fifty cents off the YouTube of this, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe a few bucks off of uh, Blue Wire. So I could send you like uh, you want me to send you a ten dollar gift card to Alaroma? I'd be happy to. Alaroma <laughs> and Fondelac. Yeah. Or a euro at uh, Oakland Euros. That'd be that'd be fine. Did I no, text you when I saw David Stearns there? The the Mets know. general manager? Yeah, he was there three weeks ago. I saw him. He's crossing the street with like a huge bag. He was in Milwaukee three I weeks ago. I saw him. The former Brewer general man. I thought he had long left. I mean, last no, time I heard, there for, I think he was in town for the playoff run. Well, you were there. You didn't see him cleaning out his office or what? Oh, yeah, maybe oh, didn't. I guess we could talk about the Brewers first. Yeah. So my whole take is, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, fine. Um, and we've talked a lot about the baseball playoffs. Like mm-hmm. that's getting a lot of attention. It's just like 162 games, and especially like you, dude, doing lockdown Brewers investing in every game every series every transaction building towards something building towards what building towards a 27 hour playoff <laughs> i know like i think when we i we think back so we were able to share a lot of time uh in 2018 in a playoff run like that was a run first of mm-hmm. all the regular season you had they went to st louis and then got into the playoffs. Then they go to Chicago game 163. So there's already like it's building. Then they have a series against Colorado, a series they win. Then they go on and they just continue. And it's like, it's, it, it was a playoff run Yeah. and you don't get that anymore. Uh, you can, if you like Philadelphia is on a playoff run, Texas, because they got through that first round. But if you don't, and the Brewers have not a lot, and then all these teams go and win world or go to the world series. And then all of a sudden Arizona is like world beaters. I just think that for the brewers, whatever model is happening, this bites of the apple, which is fine. It's getting you into the playoffs. But as a fan, like my interest is not going to be there as, as high. If I know that we're just going to, I don't know. It's like you get to the top of the mountain and then before you can get at the top, you just like fall down to your death. Well, that's what I kind of talked about on, on Lockdown Brewers, Bart. I just said... Um, like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Go to YouTube. And uh, what I said is, uh, well, we're not like the mid-major who's 
in the NCAA tournament, just just thankful they're going to the big dance. And whatever happens is a bonus. That's how I feel like sometimes it's treated. We're like Ohio University, the Bobcats. Oh, thank God we won the Mid-American Conference. Now we're going dancing. Sure, we're going to get it blown up by 25 points. Maybe we pull off the upset. But, you know, four days later, our season is going to end in a 11 a.m. loss to a three seed. But <laughs> that's how we are for the Brewers these days. We yeah. get it. We win the NL Central, a horrible league. All right. Then we get to the big dance, and it's over in a matter of hours. Week later. Like what's even the point? Yeah. I mean, one playoff win, I think, since 2018. They haven't won a playoff series since um, Colorado series in 2018. You and I almost got a fist fight the next morning after a game, too. But we won't talk about that. Well, you accuse me of falling asleep <laughs> drunk, which I may have uh, all these years <laughs> later. I may have. I may have dozed. Was there? Was, did, did that appear on TV, the picture of you with the blue coat? Um, no, the, I was on TV Yeah, that night because the seats were really good and I was like standing up waving the picture of the blue coat, uh, Imig took that. Okay. And either tweeted it out or I tweeted it out after he sent it to me. And then I was like, you know, and then you were like, I saw you asleep. And for some reason I took that as you're the worst piece of shit that's ever existed. Uh, I fucking hate you. And then I was like all defensive and mad for no reason. I, I'm sorry. No, you're right the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I don't even remember. I remember something about you falling asleep. I don't remember what, what we got in such a fight about, but I don't know why we get a fight over. Why we get over a, a fight over that. I don't know why, but. Oh, well, because it was like 930 that morning and we had gotten a fight yet. <laughs> Yeah. So well, well, I, I thought about us, you know, during um, when the season started, and I or this postseason started. I said, "Boy, what a time uh, for Milwaukee to miss out on Chuck and Winkler, because we had the Packers, we had this, we had Damian Lillard becoming a Milwaukee Buck. I mean, what better time to have you and I on the radio than right now? Is there? God." Well, that's what I go. Now, I don't want. I don't want to be all. I don't want to be all like Milwaukee Jason Barrett again on this podcast. Yeah, no, we don't. Sports radio. No, we don't. But I. But I still like. That's where there's what's missing is something happens. People have a rush to the radio. Yeah. Like there's there's news stations on all day that no one listens to. Like a lot of, people do, but a lot of people just don't. And when there's bad weather coming. Uh, then I go to it, you know, then I flip on the weather with mm -hmm. sports. You can talk. And I know that Packers are King. I get that. But when Damian Lillard gets traded to the Bucks, like people are rushing to you. You can feel it. You yeah. know, they are. Yeah. And, and I, I think that that's underserved. It is, but I'm a it bad, is. but I can't, I can't have that opinion because I'm on the outside. and It makes me look petty. Not, no, it doesn't though, because you've been there and, just trying to do the what's best for Milwaukee Sports Radio, and we've always done that. And let's face it, what's best for Milwaukee Sports Radio, I don't think you're going to get any argument is having us on the on a show to talk about these things. I'll be honest. I'm not, not going to bullshit you. That's true. They know it. We know it. 
the frames and I to give to give you an insight to give people an insight on just how strongly we feel about uh, what we can offer. We think that the stations should get in a bidding war for us and then um, give us a morning show on one station and an afternoon show on the other. <laughs> no, I don't want to do early morning shows ever again. That's, um, that's but yeah, no, but you know, I don't want to come on here and you know, play, well, we'll play do it anyway. Game. I mean, but yeah, but uh, but I, my point was, yeah, it would have been great coming on. You know, you and I talking about Damian Lillard and talking about this, you know, how bad coaches are in college and pro football and this Brewers week run of 27 hours and an outlet for our fans too. Again. Yeah. The problem is the problem is we're now profiting off ourselves instead of some nameless corporation. <laughs> yeah. we're, still, we're still employed. Chuck, we're and, not- Chuck and I are actually like, we're actually doing like better and like what we're doing. Uh, but we just have this desire to work for the man again uh, and yeah. be treated worse and make less money for some reason. <laughs> Somebody very close to me said this to me the other day. She goes, she, I she yeah. um, So I said I was on the, what to be on the Bill Michaels show on, on Tuesday. Oh, that's great for you. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, it keeps you relevant. I said, relevant. <laughs> Yeah, it keeps your name out there. Well, let's see. I'm on Lockdown Brewers. I'm on Channel 4, KFIZ and Fodilac, AP Network that's everywhere. I'm still there. I'm still around. It's like just because I'm not on Milwaukee Sports Radio doesn't mean I'm not. That doesn't mean I'm still relevant. Oh, Friends, I, I was listening. I was, I was able to drive uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was listening to Bill, and they said that, Freems was coming up and I got all giddy and then you were late for your hit. It was, you know what? And I, I took a shower. <laughs> I took a shower. It's the only time I missed it all year. And I yeah. took a shower and I thought, and my alarm was, I set my alarm for 1230 because I'm on Bill's show every Tuesday at 1230. And I set the alarm and all of a sudden, oh my God, I got out of the shower ringing wet and my alarm's going off. I'm getting messages from, from Grant Bilzey. Uh, that, hey, you know, where the hell are you? You know, and I called him back and oh, I'm sorry. So I, I was on at one o'clock, but I missed it. No, it is. It is just pronounced Bills. I know. I call him Billsy. Oh, Coach Billsy? Coach Billsy. Okay. I just, okay. I, I didn't know. know. I call him Billsy. Okay. Sure. Good cover. <laughs> Why um, do I call him Billsy? Okay. And he just lets me go. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can, yeah. Okay, so uh, Brewers, the GM talks Tuesday said absolutely nothing. Yeah. And we're so trained to, like, ask questions we know we won't get answers to. Like, media, and I'm not fault, I'm not ripping on anyone, I'm not faulting anyone, but we ask questions like, now I know you won't answer, but are you going to make any trades? And then he's like, yeah, we want to trade. I know you won't answer. Like, I know you can't get into the specifics. Like, we we give that cover for them. Uh, like, but but they didn't. They they say nothing. We don't know yeah, any don't... more about council. We don't know any more about Burns. We don't mm-hmm. know any more about. I saw a great tweet about council. Uh, that was like, guys, uh, we don't know where Dad's gonna go. We don't know what he wants to do. We, but he's not coming home. We just have to admit that he's not coming home. That wasn't one of the council boys who put that one out, did it? That was Jack. Oh, it was? He's not coming home? Oh, he's not coming home at night because he's working somewhere. No, um, just some guy. But I, I we got to like I, – I, so I talked about this the other day, but in 2014 when the Packers lost the NFC Championship, we always mention it once a show, mm-hmm. you needed a change. They knew it. They went with it. Are we at that place with council? Like he is so good and he's so smart and we love him. But this guy purposely set up a situation where they were going to get booed at home in the playoffs with, with Winker. And then we have just, it's like, and it's not his fault. It's like, it's baseball, right? It's baseball. And they, they lose in these fluky ways. Longoria catch Chris Taylor catch. uh, Who's the guy Grisham missing a ball. They lose in fluky ways, but at some point don't you just have to say, Maybe we just need like a change in the vibe. I don't know. I'm not saying fire council, even though I did the other day, but you know what I mean? Well, here to that point, I would say this. They won 92 games. They don't have a very good team. If you look at it, I'm looking at that team. Look at that lineup. How do they win? I've said this all year long. How do they win 92 games? That lineup Well, their pitching was so good. And then when the pitching paled them, failed them in the postseason, you know, they're trying to have to win games with two or three runs. That's not going to get it done. That's just like a microcosm of the whole season. And those two pitchers that pitched in those games, I'm not faulting Burns and I'm not faulting Peralta, but, you know, we're asking those guys to be perfect out there because the offense is so bad. That lineup is just brutal offensively most of the season. So they won 92 games. So your question, I would say, is it council's fault? And yeah, he makes a couple of bad decisions in the postseason. I don't get it. But isn't it a point where I don't know, the upper front office, we have to have a new philosophy there because well, we got Yeah, I'm not saying it's out. council's fault. I'm saying yeah. that. But I mean, look at the look at the groceries he had to cook with though this year. Oh, sure. And maybe there should be a, ph- a philosophical change. And then immediately I thought, well, let's go get a bunch of bats. Let's yeah. be, finally be a team that has bats. 
Then you look at San Diego, they've got all the bats and they won 79 games. Yeah. So I don't know. Baseball, I just think it's so it's so flu. We we always hold people accountable for situations they can't control. You know? Well, lost to an Arizona team that right now is looking like one of the best teams in baseball. They're but playing... they shouldn't even be in the playoffs. Well, I agree with your tweet you put out the other day about less teams in the playoffs. I'm I'm with you on that. See, if if you had put topics like that out there and about bad coaches in college and, and the NFL, you and I would have probably have never fought. Where was this when I needed you? <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? I, I came up with all the topics. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I don't know about that. You came we both came up with topics. Yeah, we did. Um, no, but when I do come up with a good topic, I'm like, fuck, you know, I'll just, it would have been, that would have been, but no. So I've come up with the coach's topic before, yeah. although I, I frame it as I can coach nine wins instead of saying like, instead of saying like, Hey, Freems, these coaches, man, they're making boneheaded decisions. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like they get too much credit than they deserve? I go, eh, man, LaFleur sucks. I could do his job nine wins. And you're just yeah. like. What the fuck? Yeah, so that's where we start fighting. Because I'm like, what? Why? See, see why this would work now? Because I have grown. I have grown. <laughs> I recognize it. Well, because when you say you could coach, I mean, no, none of us could coach in the NFL. Um, but these guys, it's amazing how these guys over. I mean, what Crystal Ball doesn't know to kneel down. Like, how, what is that? That's you, you, you coach, you're there in the office 12 months a year, five. 15 hours a day. What? How, do, how does that happen? How does nobody on that assistant coaching staff tell him to take a knee there? I don't get it. Last night, the decision, which it, it could, I wish it would have back for a number of reasons. The Packers would have won. But how do you trust your field goal kicker to kick a 52 yarder over trying to get a foot? Huh? Oh yeah, McDaniel's, yeah. What? That that's up there with the Miami decision. But and then you give the Packers great field position if you don't make it. As it yeah. is, if you make the field goal, the Packers can go right down and tie the game. So my issue with Monday night is that <laughs> LaFleur lost to that guy. Like LaFleur lost to that guy. So I tweeted out on Tuesday. Name me one thing LaFleur does good. Because I am pretty out on the floor right now. I, I've we've seen a sample size for five years. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's grown. I feel like he makes the same game decision management things. I feel like we were supposed to get this flashy Shanahan offense. There's this great quote from George Kittle once, who says sometimes uh, Shanahan will run a play that will mm-hmm. not work on purpose because we know it's going to set something up in the fourth quarter. And then I saw another tweet where it's like, I think LaFleur just likes to go run, run, pass, run, run, pass. Like, it's the 1980s, and we haven't come up with any of these decisions. Where is this genius LaFleur that I thought I would see? And so I put out this tweet, and somehow it it came to be like, Packer fans are at the stage of having a bad quarterback where they're blaming the coach. Mm -hmm. And while Jordan Love did not play well on Monday at all, I think it's way too early to make a decision on him. And I think we've seen it – I've seen more like flashes from Jordan Love this year than I've seen confidence building moments from our coach. And I think that it is 
Like, I don't think Matt, I think there's a possibility that we could win a Super Bowl one day with Jordan Love as our quarterback. I don't think we're ever going to win a Super Bowl with Matt LaFleur as our coach. I, I've, I'm this year, I'm actually encouraged by Love's performance. Now, you look at that and you'll say, three interceptions. Look at the bad decisions. Well, Brett Favre made those type of decisions back in the 90s when you were at Woodworth Middle School. Okay. You remember watching that? Rosen Elementary. Oh, elementary. Okay. Um, but I mean, you know, that Favre made those same decisions. No, Favre, Favre snuck into my college. He did one year. A couple he years. stuck in your college. Well, not like that, but Favre was Favre was a quarterback from when I was in second oh, grade oh, oh, until oh. my junior year of college. Okay, okay. It's a long time. Thought you meant he went cat around at lacrosse. I was like, what? Um it may have happened. <laughs> it may have happened. Who knows? Better or else. Um, but I'm okay with love. Love's gonna. I love this. I'm encouraged with love. Yeah, he's gonna some interceptions, but this is a learning. He's gonna learn from all this. Lafleur. Now the thing is, they didn't have Aaron Jones last night. That's a big right. Problem. And Bakhtiari's been hurt. And Bakhtiari's and gone the receivers forever. are all like 15 years old. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. I didn't expect much out of the Packers this year. I was surprised the way they won that game down in Chicago. Now the Bears are proving to be bad, but um, I. My expectations weren't that high. Yeah, and I thought that Lafleur had some success. You know, he's a great regular season coach and all that, but you had Aaron Rodgers. Okay, let's not discount him. Uh, and I know you don't like him, but let's face it, Rodgers got that guy some more, bought him some more years in Green Bay. Now we'll see. I think I don't. If they have a bad year, I don't think Lafleur's job is in jeopardy. Do you? No, I don't think that. The, the, well, the, I mean, the Packers move slowly anyway but yeah. i don't think that i don't think that no that no the nfl rationale moving mm-hmm. slowly or not you don't even if they go like that's the other thing we don't expect a lot this year like people are people are reacting people come into the season expecting six or seven wins and then reacting as if we should have 10 or 11 wins mm-hmm. you know that horse collar play yeah uh where watson should have scored yeah. last season that's what we'd be talking about for 10 minutes because it would have cost us a win and we're, we'd be so mad this year. It's like, yeah, who cares? You know, we'll win, lose, we'll whatever. We'll come up with whatever we come up with. The goal is to figure out what's going on with Jordan love. I tweeted something about uh, love too. Cause I I'm really big on, he should these five games he played. He should have played last year. I don't think Roger should have played at four and eight. His thumb was hurt. I, I agree. Think, I think mm-hmm. he kind of forced his way. And they almost didn't make the playoffs. But also, yeah. they did not. And mm-hmm. you would have got those five games of learning because I think there's some things Love did. Love, I think, he has routes down where he knows where he wants to throw, but he doesn't – he's got, like, tunnel vision right now. He doesn't see – that's why those interceptions happen, at least the first two. He didn't see the guys. And so that sucks. He has, he's got to play through that. you got to learn through that. you got to grow. So there are going to be – and I know he's been in the system for three years, but he hasn't played. Oh, one game here, one game there. That doesn't matter. He needs to play. He needs to play consistently, and he's getting that. And I say something like that, and so definitive with no Bart. This is who he is. Like after last night, we have decided, or Monday night, we have decided this is who he is. Jordan Love, bad Packer fans, lol. Thirty years of misery, and I don't think we can make any determination like that. You can look and say that individual game was bad. That individual game was okay. 
I can't say Jordan Love is bad. I can't say he's fine. No. I can't say he's good. There's way not enough data for that. No, but I mean, do you do you feel encouraged though, like I do about the guy that even though he's throwing a few interceptions, that's to be expected, and there's something there there. As our as the great Tom Parker, our former program director, used to say, there's something there there, right? There is something there there. There's something there there in Daniel Jones. There's something there there in Justin Fields. There's something there and some of these other quarterbacks. So Love needs to get past that because mm-hmm. I think if he's at a level of, you know, there's really only eight quarterbacks that are franchise quarterbacks. And if he's not a franchise quarterback, yeah. then I think that they they should maybe move on. But, but you it, can't determine that right now. Yeah, I mean, again, I'll, my, the, the slack I'm going to cover here or cut here is that he didn't, LaFleur has not had all his guys this year. One guy or another or another has been out. Sometimes a handful of those guys, some of the guys you're really counting on on offense. They didn't have Alexander on defense last night. So that's the slack I'm going to cut. The Raiders aren't a very good team, but the Packers aren't a very good team. They got a few nice things on defense. They probably should have switched defensive coordinators in the offseason. But the Raiders have to grow. This is it. But you know what? You know what's coming out these days? Oh, this is like those Packers teams of the 70s and 80s. I'm tired of hearing that because, you know, we were spoiled from 30 years of great football or playoff-type football. But we're going to have to grow with these guys. And that's no, this is, how it explains. This Packer teams of 1992 and 2008 yeah. Yeah. when we had a first-year quarterback yep. for the first mm-hmm. time. Yep, absolutely. Like, I, I, yeah, I hate that, too. See, it's like – see. Yeah, we'd be back for bad sports radio if we're going to agree all the time. <laughs> well, that that I blame on you because I'm the cerebral <laughs> one, and you're you've caught up to me, and you're like well, I've been smart agreeing with I've been agreeing with stuff you say on Twitter all the time, and I'm like, what's what's going on here? And even uh, would you would you agree on this one that the if if the Milwaukee Bucks roster was the exact Celtics roster? And the Celtics had Giannis and Dame and Middleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, people would crown the Celtics just as the, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's here. Oh, absolutely. Oh, of course. I think so. Why, people, why do they do that? Why is it this way? Well, because people want to shit on Milwaukee. That's why. But it's not that. It's a love for Boston. They it have is. won one title in 40 years. I know, but it's that, you know, that's the way it is. And those, you know, if, same with the Lakers. If the Lakers had this roster, it would be the same thing. Yeah, no, I know. I think, I think that's just the way it is. I the like the over under on their wins. Chuck is forty eight and a half. That is a, like illegal for the forty eight and a half. Yeah, are they expecting Giannis to sit out half of those games? What well, people Damian don't Hunter understand might. is, like, people are like, "Oh, they traded for Dame," and then the Celtics traded for Drew, which all of a sudden he's elite. They traded for Dame with Giannis. My big point is you have two guys. Like, remember all the years where Giannis got stuck by the wall? And mm-hmm. remember all the years where Dame had no one to pass to? Now they're playing together. And throwing Kirk Middleton. This, this is, and Middleton and Brooke. This is going to be the best NBA team we've seen since Warriors with KD. I think so. Now the key is the health of all these guys. That's the, that's the, yeah, I'm a little worried about that. That's the, that, that's the, the X factor there. And I think that's where the 48 wins comes in. How many times are these guys going to be played together? Are we just going to piece it together all regular season? 
and then get to the postseason. And then, you know, it's everybody's on. I think it's going to be like this part this winter. Is it going to be like, oh, yeah, the Bucks are playing Oklahoma City tonight. Oh, but Dame is sitting out. Oh, but Giannis is sitting out. Oh, it's Middleton's turn to sit out. Is it going to be one of those? Oh, we yeah, because now them. we have two superstars that we have. We haven't had the big three that play together all year long. This is the first time they did. Oh, well, I don't know about that. I think they'll play. I think they want. I think they want to fine tune this thing. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Um, you know, the regular regular season is just so long. Preseason should be. Well, that's why I'm glad they made this trade because now it won't be super boring. No, I I had. And it seems weird to say this, though. My my interest in the Bucks had been at a lower level right now because it's like, eh, you know, the last two years have been disappointing. But getting Dame Lillard just kind of <laughs> just reinvigorated me a little bit on this. I mean, Dame, Dame Lillard, man, just, you know, any time that guy can put up a 60 spot. Um, do you think we would be talking a lot about Brewers Stadium? Well... I think it's going to get done. Although in this state, you know, it's going to be a political football. I just think it's going to get done. They're not losing the Brewers. We're not losing the Brewers. I think. No, the- I don't think. I don't think anyone. I don't think anybody wants them to leave. I just think it's like we gotta we gotta go through all this stuff. I think the mayor of Milwaukee was right, Cavalier Johnson. All that parking lot they got out there. Let's do something with that. Let's build. Let's build a, a brew district. Freeze's team beer district? Why wouldn't I be? Are you an urbanist? I don't know what the hell you mean by that, but I'm telling you, I I was all for the deer district. I love the deer district. You know, because there's, there's this part of Twitter, urbanist Twitter, okay. where they want to improve cities every day. Yeah, and And I agree with a lot, like tear down 794, that whole hunk of junk. I'm with that. Uh, do something with the Brewers shit. Yes, I, I'm with that. And then people get like annoyed. It's like, oh, Jesus, we can't change everything. Well, everything is turning into political. Well, if you believe in this, you must be a Democrat. Well, if you believe in this, you must be a Republican. If you believe in this, no, I I, I think, you know, I don't, the 790, I don't live in Milwaukee, the city of Milwaukee, so that doesn't really bother me. I, I'm, I'm there enough, but around Miller Park, around Amfam Field, I, why haven't we built around there? Why haven't we built bars and places for people to go to during the season and out of season? Why haven't we? We got why why haven't we tried that out? Not once. I wish Not- we could like like on a map, like on Sim City. Remember that old game? Yeah. I wish I could just like move the ballpark closer to Pato and that closer than to downtown. Like you should have to get it. That's close enough, though, isn't it? a mile away yeah but if if like if you're at a baseball game and you want to go to Pato, you're getting in a cab well you just go that back road right yeah but you're not walking that it's too far it's probably it's probably a good thing that it's not within walking distance <laughs> it's probably a good thing for our wallets well yeah but you think Pato would be on top of all that shit well i think it's in a good good spot it's right between both big arenas it's only it's on a fine spot. It is. I, I don't know. I, I don't have any problem with it. I'm um, just trying to get cars off the roads. Give the roads back to the people. Well, what do you think of my idea of building a, a beer district? I think it would be so much better if you could just swap Blue Mound. If you could put Blue Mound where the highway is 
And if the highway was where Blue Moon was, this would alleviate <laughs> yeah. so much. Of course it would, but we, we, can't, we can't do that. The stadium got further and further. You know, we're, we're going stadiums. Our, our basketball arenas are getting further and further north. Arena, Bradley Center. Fight yeah, every 20 years. Every 20 years it moves a block. We're going to be in Whitefish Bay pretty soon. Even, mm-hmm. You know, past our, our, our living quarters. But baseball stadiums are moving south. So... Yep, every 30 years it moves <laughs> a couple one stadium out. length. Yes. So pretty soon we're going to be in Greendale. Well, not in our lifetime. But yeah, this I think this whole stadium thing is going to get figured out. I'm not I'm not too worried about it. They're staying. They're staying. Um I'm just disappointed that we're not talking more about the Brewers and Dodgers today. But seeing the team that beat us is up to all on the on LA Dodgers just thought they'd roll the helmets out and win this series. That's a passionate Diamondbacks team. I was in their locker room. I had to cover their locker room for AP after the game. And Lavallo, their manager, man, he, you saw council's post game talk with his team after they won the division. Lavallo made me want to run through a brick wall. Yeah. That Craig doesn't do that. That's why it might be maybe time. My God, Lavallo, he was dropping F-bombs. I'm not saying you have to do that, but, man, I was in there. I wanted to play for him. I wanted to grab a bat. Yeah, and Craig's got his players being all like, I don't know, man, maybe next year. Oh, <laughs> well, that's that's Yelich. Yelich as well, you know, we got beat by a better team, and, you know, maybe next year we'll I – don't, I don't like that mentality. Well, no, Atanasio's son probably wrote that script for Yelich to say because they're boys. <laughs> they but, yeah, Yelich – and then one thing, though, on the press conference on Tuesday morning uh, with Matt Arnold, somebody asked about Yelich. Oh, yeah, he had a great year for us. I don't think he had a, he had a great year. Nobody pressed him yet. So I would have said, I mean, if this was New York, you could say, so 275 and 19 homers for a guy you're paying $200 million, That's great in your mind? That's a great year for a guy who was – a 40 home run, 300 batting average type of guy. See, you can't you can't press him as much because in like in New York, you're not going to run into these people. You're not going to run into David Stearns at Brooklyn Euros. Mm-hmm. You know, in uh in Green Bay, it's like they all they all shop at the same fucking Aldi. <laughs> so they square them all. Yeah, they're not going to be like you know, I, I can't, when I was, when my wife lived in Green Bay and I was up there, I literally saw Mark Murphy like once a month. See, I, I, do you think that's it though? That you have to deal with these guys because, and you know, when, when Craig does get edgy up there or Budenhoser gets edgy up there, he, he like, Oh, you know, M- McCarthy did the same thing. You know, he would just, you know, he'd be like Ralph Cranden up there. He'd just stop and huff and puff and people would back away. I think these guys like Craig, like Craig got pressed for something a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, know, Craig does this stuff and, you know, now's not the time for that. Not him going to New York, but it was something else. I think it's not market size necessarily. It's market space. Like Green Bay is so small. Like they're not Mm -hmm. trying to be friends with them, but also you see them shopping. Well, I don't think you need to put a gun to their heads, but I think, I don't know. I just, Christian Yelich didn't have, didn't have a very good year, in my opinion. 
Okay. Uh, and this was the disappointing exit. And and the man and the GM said, Bart, they had a great year. No, they didn't have a great year because you end it in, in 27 hours. That's that's not good enough. That's not that shouldn't be good enough for me. It shouldn't be good enough for you. Shouldn't be good enough for anybody. If I was the manager or coach of a team, I would I would invite uh, a fan every week to sit in, or I would say, uh, "All right, somebody read some tweets about me. I gotta I gotta actually respond to the people." That's what I would do. Yeah. Now in real life, I block everyone who insults me. But as I, if I was a coach, I'd be different. I thought this. Here's what I think: a coach or a manager or a football coach should do. At the end of the game, they put the microphone right at home plate. And the fans, you know, Craig Council walks out there. Uh, Craig, why did you, why did you bet Jesse Winker, who hasn't played for you in three months and's got a bad everything? Why are you batting him? Let him answer the question. These guys should well, come why out. Why did he coach. do that? Why I did don't he do know. That? I don't know. I don't know. Arnold said because he had some production at AAA. So, yeah, but they had they had to know they set up a situation where they were going to get booed. What the fuck are yeah. you doing? I sneezed. I have a dusty studio here. No, I don't mean what are you doing. I mean Brewers. What the fuck oh, are you doing? Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh. I saw you sneeze. It was fine. Um, you can excuse yourself. I I've been coughing all summer. Um, yeah, I I don't get it. And, <laughs> and to do it two nights in a row, pinch hit him. I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's like, hey, for the fans that didn't see it last night. Yep. <laughs> here's the attraction. We're gonna do it again. We'll do it again for you for for those of you who missed it in game one. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. All right. Well, that's all I got all right. for you today. Yeah, you know. Locked on Brewers, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and uh Bart Winkle be on with me next week. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Oh, Brewers probably. We'll talk about this. Yeah, it's not gonna be as um, you know, casual as this. Okay. Well, I mean, we're all over the map, but we always okay. are anyway, and that's part of the appeal. Well, I'll be more serious. I'll have notes prepared. I'd like the questions in advance. Mm-hmm. You know, I always hated that when people wanted questions in advance. Is that what, how do you, th- what do you think I'm going to ask you? <laughs> is, that, is that how our president operates? What are you doing? <laughs> hey, no matter what side of the party you're on. We all know that. I'd love to be that alert at 82 years old. I'd love to be alive at 62 years old. So I'm not going <laughs> to rip on a guy. We Jesus. won't go there. Jesus. Frames. That's the red dot theory that Tom Parker always had. You always go where you should. You avoid that red dot. Let's go to that red dot. What was yeah, I going to say? You know, you oh, yeah. Me. Questions. It's always like, well, okay. It's not like you'd have like a baseball writer on. They'd be like, whoa. What questions you gonna ask me? I don't know, man. About fucking baseball, isn't that the shit you cover? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I like the guys who say, you know, ask me whatever you want. Yeah, I'm not gonna put a gun to your head. You're coming on my show, giving up your time. Yeah, you know that's the way it is. What are you going as for Halloween? Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Although in our new suburb that we live in here in Lomira, nobody's having the Halloween party. Shannon floated the idea about a month ago about us hosting it. She hasn't brought it up since then, and I 
I keep it on the DL because I don't want that mess. I don't want people using my bathrooms. I don't want to be cleaning up for three days after 30 people are running through my house. No, no parties. Parties are away games, not home games for Freeman. There you go. How about that? I mean, right? Yeah, there was a period in college, freshman year, I'd go to house parties and I'd go to the bathroom and I would just pee everywhere. (laughs) That's what I thought. That's exactly what I'm trying to avoid. What are you uh, doing for Halloween? You don't, you're not going anywhere for Halloween, right? Well, trick or treating. Well, your son has different. I'm saying trick or treating here is during the Packers Vikings game. Okay. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be one of the many dads that are walking around with my kid with a phone in my hand. (laughs) Packers might be out of the wild card chase by then. Yeah, it's true. I probably won't need to pay attention, but I'll do a post game show. So yeah, no. I, I know. Uh, I catch back. them. I catch them. I catch them. All right. Well, we got it done again. Chuck and Winkler. Free content. Free content. We're just giving, just giving you your wildest just, dreams. Just giving, giving of ourselves. All right, frames. All right. Talk to you next week on Lockdown Brewers. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so always a tough, tough act to follow is Chuck Freeman. Uh, but Spark Eye is going to try to do that here. Spark Eye, welcome to the show. I do, Bart. We so this is this is the opportunity that you get. I am doing CBS Sports Radio a lot this week into the weekend, and um, we're talking on Wednesday, and then this is going to air on Thursday. I'll have the first topic that I want to do Wednesday night is about the MLB playoffs and how I think that they're um, just kind of like stupid, the, the way that it's set up. So you have the opportunity to sway what I am going to puke out to a nationwide audience tonight. Um, to just refresh where I'm at, I think that the playoffs, first of all, my biggest gripe is three five seven seven. Biggest gripe. Hate that part of it. Doesn't make any sense. I also think it's set up in a way where, like, you want you you do want to get the buy, but you're you're better off not getting the buy, and then winning the wild card round. So you might look like you might be the Brewers. You might lose. You're done. But if you're the Diamondbacks, you you come in with momentum. If you're the Rangers, you come in with some momentum which I do think exist. And so you're seeing those teams 
ultimately be the ones that benefit. So I, I think that where we're at, Mr. Guy, is that we have been trained to think that the best team wins the title when in baseball they go out of their way to make sure that doesn't happen. Your thoughts? Well, I think I, I think I come from a position to, to begin by just thinking the current MLB playoff format is the clearest and bestest iteration of the major league playoffs that they've had since the clearest, the best. I so really everything I just said, so you think is good. Well, no, I disagree with a lot of the assertions you made, but I'm talking first off, where do we start? Do we like it? Do we don't? I like it. You don't like it. So the thing I do have to ask though, before I can get into answer, because this is, this is a debate of preference. We're not talking stats. You know what I mean? There's some statistical stuff of like how teams play out, but at the like end how the, the game, Orioles have not been swept all season and then they got swept in the playoffs. Okay. But I would say I, before I get into it, I just do want to ask like, is, is your version, because I think I, I saw you tweet this, is your version that three division winners, one wild card, and then every series is best of seven? Is that your preferred model? That would be my preferred model. Okay. Yes. Okay. So- I, I don't like, if they're going to keep this format, the, this divisional round has to be seven. I don't get why it's five. Like, if you want to do like, oh, kind of a play-in thing, it's three's better than one. One was horrible. I just don't like. What if this was in basketball where the Bucks had to play a three-game series and then maybe a five-game series and then you play seven? It's like that sucks. Anyway, so yes, that's my preference. Well, okay, I get. Then we can get into it because first off, that sucks. So I'll just start off by saying that the current one's much, much better. But I would say, I think you're starting to at least get on the right path with the idea that no playoff is fair, like ever. Like I I just, I, no playoff is ever fair in quote unquote, determining the best team. Now I heard something on your buddy who between his Jordan's love slander was also talking this topic, Danny Parkins, but he did have a, he did have some good stuff. I looked it up myself. If you wanted to say what you clearly have a better team right? One team's better than the others. And you want to build a system so that 80% of the time, the better team wins because the progression you're talking about would need about that much likelihood to make sure not enough bad teams get in. They said for the NFL, you'd have to play an 11 game series. And for MLB, you'd have to play a 75 game series. So the whole idea of playoffs to be, yes, that is how often you would have to play to make sure there's an 80% chance. So if you had a team that's typically like a one seed in the NFL and a four seed or five seed, right? Like a 10 and 16 versus or 10 and 17 versus 13 and 14, you'd have to play an 11 game series in the NFL to make sure that that 13 and 14 water, which makes sense. Most of those games are like seven point lines plus 275 plus 350 for the underdog. Like you'd have to play that many games to then make it fair in the way that most people think it's fair. So I think, the, under, the relative sense of fairness of the playoff, like, that's part of it. The other part I would say is this is MLB. And again, I've gotten a lot of slack for this. But it is it has the absolute most parity and is the most deserving of a wider playoff system. Think about it this way. 
Who is the best MLB team? The Braves, right? 104 wins. Who are the worst? The D-backs and the Marlins, 84 wins. That's 64% winage, winning percentage, 52%. If you put that to the NFL, that means the best team in the playoffs is 11 and 6, and the worst team in the playoffs is 9 and 8. It's baseball. Like the variance between the best teams and the worst teams is 100 wins and 100 losses. That's again for the NFL, that's the difference between like 11 and 6 and 6 and 11. It's not as big of a disparity as the NFL or even NBA. So I think that's part of it as well. And like the NLB juggernauts are like the least juggernauty. Like it's just the Braves, like, no, like you're seeing what's happening. And I don't think that's a flaw of the, the playoff system. That's just baseball, you know? And if you look at the MLB champs though, like some of the stuff I've also heard where there's all these 80 some win teams that are getting hot and winning the world series. We're not, who are those teams though? Well, the teams like like the Nationals use the wild card to get there, the Phillies. But I think all, both those teams were well over ninety wins, weren't they? I th- I feel I want to be clear that I don't. I'm not against upsets. Like I, I'm not. I'm not saying I don't need to see the best team. Like if the best team regular season, it's it's the playoffs should be. You use the regular season to earn the right to play for a championship via the playoffs. And the Packers were a sixth seed when they won the Super Bowl in 2010, you know, barely getting in. But then they they beat those teams that they – like, I feel like – you want to talk about the variance. Baseball's the least amount of, of, of a sport where you beat someone to win. Like, the, the, the Heat, the Miami Heat – they beat the Bucks, like that's very clear. They that we didn't lose. The Bucks didn't like it wasn't fluky. They beat us. Yeah. Um, the Packers when they lose, like yeah, there's some fluky things that happen in football. Uh, a lot of it has to add up, but teams typically beat the Packers when they move on. In the MLB, it's like I don't know. We hit we hit home runs for two games and. Evan Longoria stretched a little bit and we won. So there's, there's more of a, and that's, that's what baseball prides itself on this whole, like it's baseball. It only happens in baseball. This sport is already designed to be a crapshoot and the playoffs only like accentuate that. So if, if this is the playoff system, this is the playoff system the regular season is essentially meaningless. It means very little. This system as makes the you get in. better. This, this, for, for two things. This, this format makes the regular season better. And two, I don't know. The last month of the season was like the, the Padres went on seven game win streak and they were 79 and 82. And they're like, well, maybe we'll get in uh, Seattle. I mean, that, that, so two cities with above average, slightly average teams got a little bit more fun. That the Marlins skittled their way in. The Diamondbacks backdoored their way in. That buys huge. You're the seeing Diamondbacks that. were 35 and 44 from July through October. And what were the Packers in 2010? And you brought the Packers up. I would I argue this: the regular season, right? The regular season. I agree. Generally speaking, if you have a better record in the regular season, 
you're a better team generally, but these seasons are ebbs and flows. And I would go to the Packers, 2010 Packers, 10 and six, six seed, 2011, 15 and one, one seed. That 2010 team was better than the 2011 team. And why did they go 10 and six rather than, than 15 and one? Well, obviously the Nick Collins injury, but also some of the progression of, of, of signings they made and everything else and the schedule. And then Rogers was injured multiple times in, in 10, but it, when that playoff started, they were one of the top teams. They deserved to be there. And the NFC title game, they were in Chicago and they were favored. And I'm pretty sure they were favored in the Super Bowl too. They're the, they were a six seed, but they were favored in almost every game except that Falcon game. And I think they're like two point dogs. So my point is like, you have to look at the scope of things. And I know, again, you're a soccer guy. You know, sometimes you're Shorewood dad, but at the heart of it, you're a soccer guy. And you want to see that get that standings where everyone has that no, no, no drama last day because you already know who the champ is. But the playoffs, I think, are its own thing and are highly valuable. And again, when you go back, let's go to the regular season. Because I'm not just dismissing the regular season. I think a big problem that baseball's always had is the regular season. And that was actually exacerbated in before any of the wild card. When you just had one division winner, I mean, I can think back 93, I think I remember the Braves and the Giants took it to the last day. There were a couple of those, but there were instances like the 92 season that I remember real well. Brewers won 90 plus games. They were awesome. They're in the same division as the Blue Jays. That shit was over first week of September. And so if you go even to the three champions and one wild card that you described, there's no buy. So first off, the Braves and the Dodgers were playing games. Well, well okay, so I don't – should there – like, I don't think baseball – I don't think you want – there's no buy in NHL. There's no buy in NBA. There's exactly. a buy in football. It's nice to have a buy in football. Mm-hmm. Well, even in the NBA now, there is a few days off because of the playing thing. Mm-hmm. But in baseball, like – you don't want a buy. You do. You come in all rusty. No, Look, the that's Texas garbage. Rangers, the Texas Rain, the Baltimore Orioles had a much better season. Texas Rangers, they have a whole week to cultivate vibes. They're playing Creed in the locker room. That's They're bullshit. like hot. They're starting to believe. And then they go into Baltimore, like, we just beat the Rays. We can do this. And so it builds that confidence, just like when Eli Manning beat the Patriots in week 17, they build their confidence. They're, they're, they, they took, they're building confidence. Momentum. That's, that's like, what do you do for the Braves? You just sit around on your dick for a week? They're playing the Phillies. Like, this isn't, this, like, there is absolutely no support in evidence that, that there's no support that not having a buy. First off, you get a 15% advantage because you don't even have to worry about the first one. Secondly, forget that. Get to the actual matchup. There is no evidence with the way the results have played out. There's a even in, in NFL, you hear that all the time. Every time a team starts slow in that divisional playoff game and they're at home and they have a bye, that's all they say. But they never talk about the fact that there's been just as many times that teams get healthy or it doesn't matter. So, no, like that is one of the silliest things I've heard in the last few weeks is when a team like the Rangers that is competently coached has a lot of depth and also is just good goes and beats the Orioles, which one of the Orioles failings is the starting pitching and they're very young. And you look at some of those guys that really faltered. 
how much of that has to do with their ability and their experience than it does having a few days off. I would, I would still pre go, go back to the ability thing. Well, I just, so we could continue this for a long time, but to squeeze it into a tube, I think that the regular season season should put teams position them so that like what you've done in the regular season like you like you earn a home game or you earn a buy if it's needed or whatever. I think in baseball the sport is too quirky and volatile where under this system the goal is not to find the best the the goal is not to crown a champion that is the best team. It is it is to not crown them as the best team. Almost, it feels like. I'm glad I'm getting this uh, reaction from you. You gave me a real like uh, very. But then that would be the that, but, the but that would be the that would be the sport that's the most difficult, difficult to get that result. And secondly, I would argue is also the sport where it's the least clear. Like it's the least clear. Like again, the we can talk about the Braves and what's going on with them and how unbelievably historically good they are. They are, but they got some failings and they got some pitching failings and they got some issues with, I've seen enough of these teams. And I had, I think I had heard somebody in the last call talk about um, it's variance. Offense has a wider variance than pitching. If you have elite pitching, it is pretty rare. And even Burns didn't Burns in that playoff game, right? He was not Burns, no. But but the variance wasn't absurd. I mean, did he give up four runs? I gave up solo shots. And yeah, so he gave up four runs. Like, I mean, it was not nothing Brewer fans wanted, but it's not the same as offense. And that's where, like, the Brewers, I disagreed on related, but somebody's saying, like, get away from this pitching thing. Like, pitching is, pitching is, if you have elite pitching, I would every day of the week go into the playoffs with elite pitching rather than elite hitting because elite pitching doesn't have the variance that elite hitting does because you can get zero and one runs with elite hitting. And then you can get 12 or 15, but like the pitching is going to stay much closer and going to keep you toward the lower end. So that's, that's part of it as well. There's, there's a variance involved and the Braves are an offensive team and they've had great pitching too. That's why they were a juggernaut. That pitching has fallen down and now the hitting, if it doesn't come through, well, then there's this ridiculous narrative of like, they're, they, they had too many days off. They're too healthy. They're too happy. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. Well, I uh, wouldn't be talking about this if the Brewers lost, first of all. And second, I probably would still not be talking about it if they just lost this year. It's been five out of six years of – they're one and eight since – and then they get they, they get these – I just – I want the playoffs – 27 hours. Bullshit. I invest a whole summer into this shitty fucking team. Better than the three hours that Rodgers used to give you. I mean, like – it's 27 hours. I get it, but I think there should be a lot more anger about the fact that they, again, it's on the edges. Like all of this stuff is on the edges though. And you want to go into that feeling like you got your best shot. Right. And like one or two more bats. And especially this year, you're like, dude, they, they, they were loaded with pitching like one or two bats. And you see what some of these seven to $10 million flyers can happen on the corners, like corner corner hitters are out there. You can get them. Again, you look at somebody like Bellinger going into this year, a guy that has a prove it year contract, short porch and right field, great pitching staff, 
why do you go to the Cubs? Were the Brewers even involved? I would think if the Brewers were involved and they had a $16 million check, why well, they, do we? Why? The sixteen million. It's Cody Bellinger. It's not Andrew. It's not Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, but that's what he paid, he made this year. He made sixteen. Yeah, well, Mark Mark only does it for Andrew McCutcheon, not for. <laughs> but that's it, right? Cody Bellinger. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's all, uh, I, I think that's the issue. But. The other thing you think Bob Euchre should retire? Yes. Yes. Now, if you want to say he lost his fastball, that's fine. But I, I and and again, I'm I'm going to come across as a hater. I do get concerned about though. Like I said, he's got Bob Euchre is the only reason. Like, I think AI is awful and is going to destroy things. But I would like if you could f- put Lane Grendel's voice and then kick Bob Euchre's voice out. Like if Lane talked and then we heard Euchre, I think that would be fine. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I mean, we just want to hear you. It's the voice, man. You know. I mean, I just look at and uh, I have family member that's a big Dodger fan. So I, whenever I'm over there, they're listening to Dodgers and stuff you see how the Vince Scully thing played out and like he is getting slower. And that's, I mean, first off, the guy's in great shape. Like, I mean, he's always been that way. Like even in the seventies and eighties, like he's fit, he's active, but there is an element of, again, I spent a lot of the last month listening, being on the road and stuff. And like, it is a precipitous drop off and to go into next season without any plan or any kind of, true downscale but again i don't think it i don't think that's appropriate i think it's just time you know and seeing how scully played out and then seeing how corso played out my concern is that when it when when it's obvious it's obvious to me it's obvious i think it would be obvious to any any neutral observer that listens to somebody that five six innings if it's your childhood i get that you don't want to hear it but the, the decline has been big and that's it's been exacerbated by the pace of play like he can't meander he can't talk which is the things that people liked yeah. but he's losing focus and he's also, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a good look. So I just don't want to see him end up like, I mean, the Lee Corso thing is just depressing every week. Like I, I just don't understand that, but uh, I don't want to see it rise to that level. So get ahead of it. Spark. I appreciate your time. God bless. Very compelling. Uh, good stuff from spark. Guy. I still, the buy is too much for me. And uh, I just think it's you, you play 162 games. You're playing every day. You're playing 28 out of 30 times in a month, and then they ask you to take a week off longer than an all-star break? I, I don't know. I think there is a better way. Uh, I don't think this is the best way to crown a champion and give the measure of, like, you don't earn anything. What do you earn? You earn the chance to have two home games a week after the season ends, and you have to play a hot team. And whoever you play is going to be hot because they they just won a series they're hot so i don't i don't like it um you know what i do like as far as gummies you kidding me cbd cbn ones they are the purple ones uh get them in the 40 pack you can get them if you if like if you don't i'm telling you about different gummies at happyplacehemp.com and some of them like the the best thing about these is you can try them and it's like fun to try and so you get the sampler pack and then you see, okay, what does it do? How does it affect me? Uh, how, how do I enjoy these? And then the ones that you decide you like the most, uh, whether you like to take a Delta aid and, you know, okay, start to feel good, or you want to feel a little more sooner with maybe a Delta nine or whatever you want. Uh, you can kind of play around with that, get a sampler pack 
and then figure out what you like and go from there. They will ship it to you no cost, discreetly. They have a very quick turnaround time from where they uh, make all this stuff in Muskego. You can visit them and say Bart Winkler Show. They'll give you the code. They'll give you the discount. Otherwise, if you do it online, happyplacehemp.com, 25% off each and every order for these gummies and other products, happyplacehemp.com. Hot Take Jake uh, tried to leave a Carl's Place voicemail, Carl of ET.com backslash Bart, but he's in London for some reason. He stayed up very late. Uh, he watched the Packer game, Monday Night Football in London, puts him up at like three, four in the morning. So no voicemail, but he did leave me a video message on X. Here's Jake. Packers, I stayed up till about 4.15, 4.30 a.m. here, so just to see you do whatever the shit that was. Um, so you guys are on my shit list right now. There's a big F you for that. Um, secondly, I wanted to talk about the segment with Grant, Paul, and Bart. Um, first of all, I love you, Grant, but I'm not sure that you actually watch Packers if you think that Josiah DeGuara... Uh, can't play or just every time he's in the game bad shit happens it's, it's actually quite the opposite every time that dude gets in the game puts his hat into somebody's numbers puts him on their ass every time he touches the ball it seems like they get a first down so I think they actually need to use him more but okay well first of all let me interject your name you 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 go by a hot take Jake and you have Josiah DeGuara takes now that is a hot take that they should use him more. I forget he's on the team. Ben Sims in one play has had a better career than Josiah DeGuara. That that's uh, I would I would I would push back on that one. HTJ. All right, let's go back to London where we have boots on the ground. Man has irrational takes after a bad loss like that. Secondly, this uh, baseball manager discussion. Somebody who spent three years at a big league clubhouse, I tell you, the amount of times I actually saw a manager address his team could probably count it on one hand. And the amount of times that I saw an assistant coach, a hitting coach, talk to any member of the team is a big fat goose egg. Zero. Easiest job in sports. Those guys go into their own little dressing room and drink beer all day. So good for them. You can get the job. Why not? Uh, lastly, it's game time. Bucks fans chill out. They're like pissed off that Dane's not playing in the preseason. Giannis isn't playing in the preseason. It's going to come. Um, they're building up the chemistry behind the scenes, so we shouldn't worry. My last take is going to be about Giannis maybe biting off more than he can chew. I know everybody is like excited, like, oh, look at the defensive assignments. But one thing that does give me some pause is that Giannis probably has the worst combination whistle in the league. And what I mean by that is on offense, he gets called for – terrible charges and every time he runs or gets into the lane gets into the paint he's getting hammered with no calls then on defense it's like if he gets physical at all you know it's like they're trying to follow him out so um yeah i don't know we'll see what happens there but uh that maybe uh grass is always isn't always greener type situation but anyways uh gonna head back into the hotel here get ready uh head into a concert tonight love you winklerverse we'll see you guys soon all right, hot take Jake from London. Great to hear from him. Uh, Splashsports.com, there is a weekly pick pool. We're going to do it again. We had about 100 people in the first couple weeks. 
Now we're dicking around with like 30 or 35 of you. But I'm staying loyal. You stay loyal. I'll stay loyal. We uh, And I haven't won yet. So, fuck, I got to keep doing this till I win. Splashsports.com backslash Winkler. And um, you should be able to enter. You can enter up to three times now this week. $5 entry, winner take all. Uh, thanks to Spark Guy for jumping on with me. Thanks to Freems. You can check that out on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. And, uh, yeah, fun week so far, even though the Brewers suck. The Packers don't play for another month. And uh, the, the, the Bucks don't play for another couple of weeks. But we keep chugging along. Have a good one. As Jake says, see you.